Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And today we are talking about mastery and our galactic connection, as well as planetary updates in this ascension process. I'm Loren Gailey, and I thank you so much for being here. We are with Sarah Adams. She is a sound healer, and she helps clients become the best that they can be. Sarah, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Loren. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's really an honor, you know, to just be here and be with your listeners. I've watched your show a lot and a lot of my friends have been on. And so this is my first time. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited, super excited to share. So yes, well, thank you. Um, Z Earth Star Healer, who's been featured on this program. She's a millennial angel starseed. You and her made a connection and it was an immediate remembrance where you both recognize your Andromedan heritage connection. Sure did. Yep. And it's just so beautiful to witness this coming together, um, you know, yeah. with all of our talents. So let's start there. Let's start with your own remembrance of Andromeda, because we were speaking just a moment ago, and you said that the Earth's higher self is in Andromeda. Can you yes. explain this? Well, it's so the galaxy of Andromeda is hosting the Earth's ascension. Because if you think of the mother-daughter connection, the Earth's mother is in Andromeda, right? Or you could say the Earth's higher self is in Andromeda. So as we're moving back towards our divine blueprint as a planet of unity, where the divine mother energy circulates fully through the earth, we move back into alignment with our divine mother in Andromeda. And eventually in the, in the future, the earth will fully be in her higher self, but that's a ways off. You know, we're, we're coming out of dense duality now and we're emerging. So it's a powerful time, but the Andromedan energy is assisting us in realigning to the benevolence of the love-based timeline, right? So moving out of fear and into love is really where Andromeda is calling us home to love. You could say so much love from Andromeda. And I have my little mermaid uh, doll to remind me of, of Andromeda because she has- Oh my the, gosh, I have the exact same one. You have the same one? The exact same one. <laughs> and she's in my kitchen, over lighting the kitchen. That I is amazing. I love her. <laughs> yeah. So she reminds oh. me of, you know, the mermaid genetics and the Aquafarian. They are the whales and dolphins yes. on the earth, right? And they are the original beings that sang the light and sound codes into the ocean before there was life on earth. They sang the sound codes that began life on earth. So it's a beautiful song, sound, love that animated the first life on earth it comes from Andromeda. 
and Yeshua and Mary from Andromeda, all the, the Christic beings and ambassadors. So. Yes, beautiful. Okay. How did you first come to recognize um, you were Lisa Renee? You, you were told that um, you had this Andromeda connection and that yeah. put a lot of pieces together for you. Share that story of what it was like remembering this. Well, I was going through a process of, this is December, 2010. And I was going through a process of a lot of sadness and a lot of um, like deep existential grief for my home in Andromeda, but I didn't know that that's what I was grieving. And Lisa told me, she said, yes, you know, you are grieving the oneness because your home in your aquifery realm, you know, in Andromeda is so love. I mean, there's a unity logos, you know, that like a global brain of our planets in Andromeda that even though we're separate and we're in separate bodies, we literally exist in a oneness field with each other. So it's like this tantric ecstatic communion with all life forms and coming to earth is very painful when you interface with the human karmic field and the separation of earth. And so Lisa explained to me why it's so painful for me in particular, because most people's brains, when they are born, there's their two sides of the hemispheres just split. So they don't feel the pain of that right brain. But she said, because I have aquifarian genetics, my, my hemispheres couldn't split. So the pain, the sorrow of, mm. and the pain of the human condition was very, very devastating. And so she explained that whole thing. And I was like, wow, thank you, Lisa, you know. And then following that, like many years later, I started having more tangible experiences of uh, these, this whole other species starting to come into my body that was just very amorphous, you know, kind of like this, you know, cloth. It's like plasma light, like mm. liquid plasma of ecstasy love flowing through and I would have glimpses of that only glimpses because my genetic code was still very much in separation consciousness so I'd have these glimpses and um you know it's like as ascension progresses and as the light codes that are coming from the sun how can I say it as these get higher and higher in frequency more and more of that love being can begin to embody. So the DNA is going through a radical mutation right now for everyone in the human race on the Ascension path. I mean, we're all going through this massive butterfly. Like I have my butterfly puppet somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're all going through the change. <laughs> I love puppets. I, I do children's puppet shows. So. 
<laughs> That's beautiful. You are a great leader for those children. How fun. Oh, so the light coats from the sun. Yes, it's getting better. And so all of us that are uh, aware of this, that's a good thing for those who might not be aware of it. Uh oh, become aware of it. That's why everyone watching shows like this and participating in conversations like this understand that they're the leaders to help and, and the way showers. Right. Yes. Okay. So tell us about this. You know, here we are. We just passed the gateway of 1111 of 2018. And the word of the day, the operative word really seems to be unity, coming together in new ways. And that is so refreshing. We speak a lot about unity, but really this is it. So share with us really this planetary update in this ascension process really since September. So let's see. So I have a lot of a few notes on this, but if we think of the planet in her divine blueprint, she is a unity being. And if we think of all humanity and really all sentient life as part of her nervous system, as brain cells in this global mind. So as the heroic probability for the earth to return to our full state of unity really depends on these brain cells coming together, linking up, like finding the place where this maximum reciprocation of blessing can occur. And it's like, I wrote this thing out. I said, I have it right here. It's um, the life's blood in the body of unity consciousness is mutual blessing. That's the whole grid starts lighting up when the pieces of the oneness come together, you know, and we find our core soul groups and then we become organs in this great body. So it's really, it's all about lifting each other up. It's all about, because we know that the painful part of this planet right now is created by beings that are trying to drop each other down. So if we think about lifting each other up, It is all about magnifying joy together, finding this. It's like, how can I say it? It's like the Unity Logos has instruction sets that tell all the parts of creation. Okay, Loren, you go over here to whatever, to Florida. And because you're going to meet a friend in the market there. And that's going to link this. And Sarah, you go, you play your cello with Eric because Z is going to see you in Canada and that's going to change your life. So it's like this great reunion and celebration. It's like, I have a super beautiful friend named Pita Lynn and she channels a group of angels and they always tell us, beloveds, it's all about the reunion and celebration. And that's how the body of unity awakens through our love with one another, through our joy with one another. You know, I'm getting chills because it's like, it's listening right now. You know, it's feeling my body, my higher levels are like, yes, she's getting it, you know? And so, yeah. So it's an amazing- It's like the key codes, like those, that's what we mean when we say the key codes awaken. Yes. And when we get together with each other, the key codes are ignited or unlocked. Absolutely. It's like we have, 
we have these special keys and the great commanding uh, mind of God needs to get us to the, to each other's doors with those keys. <laughs> and then the whole grid lights up when we use those keys. And then every time it lights up, you know, it might go back into separation, but there's going to be the, the pulses are going to be closer and closer together, more and more joy, more and more synchronicity until we're in fourth density. And then we'll be beyond the reach of fear. So, yes. <laughs> you know, when you were speaking there, it makes me realize that this is how nature really works when, you know, we don't need to go out and get the whole world to pay attention to our message. We just need to go and start cultivating our little, we could call it our inner circle. Um, yeah. it's like It's like the, 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 fortif the fortification of a rosebud or the unfolding of a rosebud. We meet other people and these synchronicities, these line up and we evolve together and it's the joy that does it. So it's these interactions that we have yeah. together. Um, I want to just do a shout out, uh, you know, when you take these trips, sacred site trips and you meet with soul family, it's um, undeniably a connection that you remember and it's beautiful. So that's all the good news. So for anyone who ever feels alone in remote areas, it's all right because this community is coming together and thank goodness for Facebook or social media or YouTube or just gathering together. That's how we do come together. So it's real fun and it's happening. So there's no need for anyone to feel alone because even when we're alone, we have so many guides around us that are helping us. That's coming out more and more. Yeah. So um, that's, you know, you, you were speaking there too, and it really is a time to do the opposite. We have to do the opposite, right? We have to celebrate <laughs> the hard work. Yeah. Is, is I mean, over. there's a lot of, there's a lot of dense duality. There's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of political chaos. There's a lot of, and the media contributes to so much divisiveness. And mm -hmm. the truth is, if we can really focus at our hearts and have them be set on the miracle of love that's possible every day, you know, that, and if we can focus on, um, what's awakening instead of what's falling away because yes. so much of the political chaos is on its way out as unity emerges. And I mean, I know it's real and I know it's annoying and, you know, President Trump and he's just really like this grand smelling salt that's bringing the shadow into the total, you know, highest degree so that we can all just go, oh my God, and do the opposite. And it doesn't matter what side you're on or who you voted for. It is a matter of stepping up and creating the new. There's a lot going on that is distracting or could be very yes. distracting. Yep. And so if we get caught up in that, it literally drains our energy from creating the new. So the yep. best thing that we can do is be very creative and go celebrate and have fun and be in joy and connect with people and create new things. Absolutely. Creativity is really, gosh, I mean, sharing our creativity is like our genius, right? It's really allowing ourselves to be channels for something that longs to uplift the world. You know, it's like when I sing, it's like 
it's like it wants to come to, to bless the world from whatever this essence. I sing a lot of the Sophianic codes, which are from Andromeda. And um, in fact, I would love to just sing a few codes here with my bowl. I have my crystal bowl. I was going to ask. That would be beautiful. Yay! I'll just do a little yes. short thing. So yeah, just open your heart and open your solar plexus, open your crown, third eye. Just let these tones cascade through you and bless you. It's kind of short. <laughs> Letting those codes wash us and lift us up. <sighs> that is the sound of Sophia. That is beautiful. Yeah. When I first met Laura Eisenhower, she and I were just so, I mean, it was another, it was like Z. It was, we were just like lit up by each other. We were like, whoa. And, we, and I had actual visions of us in the future where I was backstage singing to her and helping her calm down before her production. And, and I asked the angels of divine grace, I said, and they said, yes, there's a very good chance you two will work together in the future. So I was like, cool. That hasn't happened quite yet, but we're, who knows, right? Because you're busy with so many other clients. You do sound healing and you have client work that you do. Yes, yeah. Fact, we're going to take a few questions. I would from, love that. Yes, that'd be great. So those, uh, let's see. I do want to just say that on live stream Wednesdays, the audio on our regular system is not optimal. So just check back later. And that mm -hmm. is better. Um, if you are on the phone, star two will allow you to ask a question. Um, or you actually just type it in over the Q&A, please. Okay. So when you work with your clients, what is it that you're working on? What do you do? What is a session like? Well, what I like to do is just really tune in. And I like to bring an overlay of the divine blueprint of that client's body and just really bring that overlay in and notice where there's any places that need extra love, extra support. And of course, I very much work interactively, like having my client tell me like, what is their intention? What are they, what are they currently going through in their life? Right. And I have a lot of song prescriptions. I also work with the gene keys. And then I also just really intuitively um, kind of channel my higher self for them. Sometimes I connect with their guides to bring forth whatever is going to most bless them on the point that they are in their journey. So it's, it's really unique for each person. So 
Okay, so let's, uh, we also, there's a, a meditation that we're going to do. Talk a little bit about this meditation. Uh, we're going to play it for everyone. It's got some music behind it. But the background of this is um, important. Yeah. So Easter, actually, of this year, oh, I had this beautiful experience of being newly born. And it was like I was an aspect of me, of course, right? Because we're always going through rebirth. But this one was really beautiful. And I was set on this lotus blossom boat. It's so, imagine how cute that is, like a little lotus blossom that's also a boat that's carrying me. And so the newborn baby was set on this boat. And then these loving arms just came and launched that boat on this tranquil sea. And I felt this sense of benevolence like I'd never known before. Like this tranquil sea was drawing me. The current of the ocean was drawing me, was pushing me to this paradisical island. And it was really like I could feel, oh, this is the trajectory of the highest love that could possibly embody me that's being launched in this, in this newborn baby, in this little lotus, lotus blossom. So this meditation begins right as the child. So feel yourself, feel your core of your little diamond matrix precious child just being launched on this little lotus boat. And I was shown different colors. Your, your boat could be light yellow, light green, light blue, light pink, with cri liquid crystalline flowing through the petals. All of this was shown to me in the vision. So at, this meditation takes up right as you're being put in the boat and you're launched. And the sound quality, I think it's it's iffy, but I think I think we'll get the feeling. So yeah, go ahead and play that, Loren. Okay, it's about nine minutes. I'm sorry, what? what I just it? hope that everybody feels what I felt. That's the, that's the hope. Yeah, so relax in and settle down. We've got this. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Andromeda and the Divine Mother. All right, here we go. Oh, beautiful child, just lay back into the lotus blossom that is holding you. Know that you are sailing across the tranquil ocean, all benevolence loving you, the mother and the father from beyond the stars and from deep in the earth is holding you. Feel the delicate breeze, feel 
lovely sunshine. Feel the gentle rocking motion of the ocean underneath your flower boat. Breathe in the rainbow love coming from your mother in Andromeda and your Holy Father. Feel the benevolence of the elements supporting you and guiding you Your destiny is guaranteed by the ambassadors of love that surround you. Already always surrounding you are the ambassadors chaperoning your blessed vessel of light. You are the child of God and Goddess from beyond the stars. You are royal and precious gift to this earth, my beloved child. Rest in the gentle rocking of the waves. See where you are going. Know that you are being carried by Mother Ocean. And watched over by your mother and your father. Relax into the effortless oceanic current that carries you. You need not paddle. You need not exert any force. For you are in the current carried by the innate motion my beloved child fear not for you are infinitely safe in these arms you are infinitely safe in this love you are infinitely safe in these arms you are infinitely safe in this love. The tranquil sea breeze caressing your skin as the plasma body 
by the divine ether. The sweet warmth from the sun all around you. The soft lulling sound of the rocking motion of the water that is carrying you on your path of highest destiny. Lay back and let the mother hold you. to cross this mighty ocean in that same exact moment energies were sent from beyond the stars to be your loving ambassadors your success is guaranteed to be carried to the shore of the diamond sun body on earth as it is in Andromeda. Every step of the way, you are being assembled like a car going on a conveyor belt more and more features are being added to the vessel, effortlessly added as you familiarize yourself with the new features of your vessel. And these features being added in linear time in an organic rhythm to be aligned with the highest possible recombination of the genetic code corresponding to the upgrades within the farthest stars and planets these new features of your vessel will come online. Child of the diamond matrix, allow your body to be remembered, unfolding glorious crystalline lotus, many facets of the gem, many petals of the lotus. You are so loved, you are so held. 
you for that beautiful, Thanks, beautiful meditation. Thank you. We were wrapped in the arms of the Divine Mother. Yay! Goody! That's what it was meant to be. <laughs> so very nurturing. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Yes, me too. <laughs> All right, there's a couple questions coming in, but one question yeah. uh, from another star seed star sister, Althea. Althea Provost does some beautiful sacred journeys as well. Nice. And, uh, she has a question. Can yeah. you speak more about Andromeda, how the mother is represented now, and how we can connect more fully? Oh my goodness. Well, the, the divine mother energy comes in so many forms. You know, it's, I find the divine mother energy comes in the wind almost more than any other way that the wind is like divine mother's cloak. And if you go outside and you just intend to commune, with the life force that's in nature, the wind will start to move. And this, I mean, this is what's happened for me. The wind has literally been this living being that is the mother loving me. And I really, it's more than any other element. So, and I really ought to, I know our sound's not that good, but I'm gonna sing the first part of my Spirit Come Home song for Althea, because this, this is the moment, and for everyone, this is the moment when I, as Sarah, human, felt the energy of Divine Mother truly coming into me, Is when, and this song channeled right through me. Oh, wow. So I'm just going to do the first part, and it's in my special offer, the whole song. It's also on YouTube. You can look up Spirit Come Home on Sarah Adams Music. But um, So I'll just sing the very first part, and let's see if I can transmit. This was September 30th, 2015, when the new transharmonic universe was just touching down. And I can talk more about that, but this was the moment. So let's see if I can bring this back for you guys. It's an A. Okay. Spirit of beauty. Spirit of light, I am feeling, my heart is feeling the sacred sweetness of your caress, ambassador. Of the kingdom of oneness, assure me home into the beautiful, beautiful field. Oh, spirit, come. Spirit, come home. Leave your burdens and your fears. 
holy spirit come home into my arms spirit come home so the feeling that that love that's calling you home and it's really it's in the air it is in the air the air has plasma light beings that are called pleans, plean beings. And these plean beings are pure love. If you tune into, like if you go into nature with the longing to feel the love affair with life itself, and you have that sincere desire, the wind and nature and the birds and everything will come into this symphony with you. And that's when Divine Mother is like, her cloak is alive. She's moving in this interactive love affair that becomes this tantric ecstatic communion. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredibly blissful. I find it in nature more than anywhere else. And that's because, I don't know, nature is her cloak. And so you send your love into her cloak and her cloak sends it right back to you. So Althea, I would suggest, you know, in nature with that pure desire to commune with life itself, with the oneness field. But as far as Andromeda, yeah, I don't know. I know that she is the earth's divine mother because she is the earth's higher self, right? And so it's like the mother daughter. And I was thinking about this earlier. It's like, You'll know this, Lauren. What are those dolls where they're like nested in each other? The yeah, Russian, Russian dolls. dolls, right? Yeah. Well, we think of, you know, a mother with her child. And then we think of within ourselves, we have our own divine mother self and our child self. And then beyond that, we have the earth as the daughter and, the, and Andromeda as the mother. So it's this incredible nesting. And then in the future, when the Andromeda galaxy merges with the Milky Way, we get the Golden Rose galaxy, which will be a whole nother level of exquisite beauty. It's way off in the future. But um, so, yeah, it's just this incredible as we go up through the universe, it's all just nesting into itself, you know, back to the ultimate oneness. It's kind of wild. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a question coming in. Again, I just want to say, if you're listening on our regular audio platform, the sound is not optimal, optimal on that as we are live streaming, but check back later. The sound, we will have the perfect recording up. Okay. So um, there is a question coming in where Tony says, during a deep meditation, I saw myself as a mermaid as my first time on earth <laughs> oh that's so beautiful how does this image contribute in the now of my new earth path well the mer beings are very much ambassadors of our ascension of our evolution because they again the mer beings exist in um an ecosystem a vibration of pure unity so, so they can be kind of your life as a mer being. Is his name, his name is Tony? Uh, I think this is a gal. 
Oh, her name. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. So, um, oh, how do I say it? So your life as a mer being can be kind of a map. It can be a beacon to your DNA to show it what the unity feels like. Cause, um, your mer self knows. So I would say, enjoy, enjoy the ocean, enjoy the bathtub. If you, if you have, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't have an ocean. I just need to get in the bathtub. You know, that's, what's going to, that's how my mer self with salt water, you know, put some salt in there and eat some seaweed. That's what I do for my mer self. So I think your mer self can help your genetic code. Remember your human genetic code, remember how to go back into unity. So I think it can be a beautiful guiding light for you. Yeah. So enjoy. I'll swim with you sometime because I totally am a mer being. I'm yes, just- I think we all will. You know, if you've ever, you know, when you see dolphins or if you are fortunate enough to swim with wild dolphins, just the feeling of this loveness, this remembrance, you will I remember the mermaid. You will remember your life as a mermaid or a merman. <laughs> Yes, my mama loves to just, one of the things on our bucket list is to swim with dolphins. And mom, I know you're watching, so we have to go s- swim with dolphins. And she loves the whales too. My friend just got back from French Polynesia where she mm-hmm. swam with the humpbacks. Mm. Oh, I have to show you guys something since we're chatting about this. They still let you swim with the humpbacks. Little thing. Talk about mother and daughter. It's like the daughter dolphin and the mother dolphin in their little <laughs> statue. Sorry, my inner child gets a little out of hand. I could let her do the whole show and we'd have nothing but puppets. And anyway. <laughs> okay. Let's we're gonna we're gonna go to Angela now. Angela types in trying to uh, stay to catch up live. She's in um she in her country. She must be in the UK. All right, so she would like the divine mother to give some guidance. Yeah. She says, I am in a state of limbo. Utter laziness, almost with a lot of confusion. I appreciate your feedback and telling me what my next step is. So Angela, the first thing to to know is that we're in a very in-between time. And so really the state of limbo is is totally expected. Um, What happens is when we're unplugging from one level of consciousness, and we haven't yet plugged into the next level, we are in this in-between space. And so do you have a specific question? I mean, do you have things that are decisions that you wanna make? Could you type in a little bit more? (laughs) But I would just say, know that that's normal. That is par for the course. Limbo is the state that that really the whole earth is in limbo. You know, because we had the eclipse in August of, what is it? Let me get this right. Was it last year, 2017? And we are, that big, huge eclipse that we had was the like the bookend for the, for the eclipse in 2024 in Texas, where we, where we, Brad Johnson, who's a good friend of mine, says we're moving into fourth density. So, I mean, look at this. We've got massive chaos. We've got duality still moving. We've got timelines that are bifurcating. You know, we've got weather war going on in California while we're in connecting with the most blissful codes of, of divine mother. So it is a time of a mishmash where the world of forces are just all asserting themselves. And 
it's a it's a radical time and so just get in your lotus boat mm-hmm. and and float there's not much to do on that lotus boat because your de- your genetic code is evolving you know it's taking in the codes from the sun and we keep getting these big upgrades but like if you have a specific life decision you know that you want to ask me about you can type in a little more but other than that i would just say that it's totally normal to feel i feel like i'm in limbo i mean so many people in my life are just like what's next what's next i want to move to the land and live in community i'll mm-hmm. probably move, maybe move to new mexico with z for a while but then i've got my core soul group is going to have communities in Pacific Northwest, Grass Valley, and Kauai. So that's our triangle. So, I mean, talk about limbo. I'm here in this in this house in Portland. I don't want to live in the city. I want to be on the land, out pressing an organ in the body of unity with my beloveds, you know. So anyway, I don't know if that answered your question, Angela, but well, you know, uh, it, it, it is almost a requirement to be in limbo. So we get out of the pattern of, of the memory of 3D Earth, and we can really bring forth the new inspiration, the new creations yeah. that are so needed right now. And so when we allow ourselves that space to be totally in limbo and go out in nature all yeah. the time as much as we can Just feel that beauty because no matter what kind of limbo you're in the the love with the the codes and the light and the beauty are all are there and um it's just that cognitive mind really doesn't like the loss of control it it wants to have like a prescription like write down my coursework what am i doing it doesn't like limbo and Angela, you might want to get the Gene Keys book and read Gene Keys 61 because that is the need to know, right? And the amazing thing about Gene Keys 61, and just to help people who don't know the Gene Keys, the amazing thing about the Gene Keys is they have a shadow frequency, a gift frequency, and then a resurrected gift, each key. And the keys are based on the I Ching and astrology but the Gene Key 61, which is my attractor sphere, there's 13 spheres in the map. You can find this all on genekeys.com. Download your profile. It'll give you your exact spheres. And it's, it's amazing. I love the Gene Keys. I could do a whole show on the Gene Keys. I mean, when I found Richard Rudd, I was like, okay, that's it. This is my Bible, you know. But Gene Key 61, at the shadow level, is psychosis, the need to know. That is the shadow. At the gift level, it's inspiration. So find a way to be inspired. Okay. And at the Cidic level, it's becoming God. So God is embodying you as you're in limbo because you have to let go of the coordinates, the known coordinates of that left brain in order to let God rewrite your genetic code. And then you'll know your next step when you get to the new platform. You know what I mean? I, I hope that makes some sense. I kind of went off into genius. No, it does. It's a, okay. That's what we were talking about. We will be inspired. Yes. As soon as we get the mind out of the way, that really yeah. is. And there is, there's us. a lot of, oh, sorry, Lauren. Didn't mean to step on you. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of sadness and grief being cleared too. And there's a lot of fear. 
there's a lot of these more dense emotions that we really just have to allow to come up so that they can be released. And so that's part of the limbo too, is when it slows down the top side world, you know, like the, the practical things that you're doing slow down or you don't know how to define them, that often drops you into the feeling body, which is not always fun because we can distract ourselves, right? Being the hamsters on the wheel. But when everything stops, then we really have to feel, hey, that's a rhyme. When the hamster stops on the wheel, then we just got to feel. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it can be a time of, of going deep within mm. in the limbo time, you know, um, which can be pleasant and unpleasant. But mm-hmm. we, are, we are the love that can hold ourselves. Yes. And so after moving through this 1111 gateway, where we were really dropping even more programming, I'm still amazed even personally, some of the deep program, um, the negative imprint from Atlantis and Lemuria. I actually Mm -hmm. want to call it Lemurius. Thank you, Lisa Ah! Transcendence Brown. Lemurius, because it's for, for me, that word is a blend of both of Atlantis and Lemuria and that, um, pain, of feeling responsible for the destruction. So we're clearing this and I can even feel yeah. it in my body. Right? We so are. Talk a little bit about how people recognize what is being cleared, how, again, you just said there's the need to know, we don't need to know, but how would you recognize like if it was a galactic clearing? Some people clear on a galactic level. Well, you know, we're all portals. Wherever we can put our awareness, we can clear. I I clear for um, kind of as a nodal point of the earth herself. I mean, I really, I was sent here to accompany her, almost Uh like in labor and delivery. Like I was here to be at her bedside, going through it with her. So, but in answer to your question, and there's a lot of us that are here just really with her. Um, you know, that's why sometimes when you see her being disrespected, it hurts so much, but it's okay. It's all right. Go ahead. Oh yeah. So I would just say that, you know, it just, it doesn't really matter because whatever's coming up to be felt, you know, is coming up to be felt, whether it's coming from her or it's coming from your personal karmic journey or both, right? I find that my personal karmic journey is a portal into the whole collective. Then I have to watch out because I don't want to get into the full on density of the collective. I want to just clear what I can clear myself, you know. And okay, explain that a little bit more. You said your own karmic destiny is a portal into the collective. Your own karmic patterns. Your karmic are, patterns. Are, are like portals into the energy signature of that fear, that grief, right? And sometimes you gotta be careful because the entire lower astral realm is filled with a lot of darkness. So if if your portal takes you into the lower astral, you know, you can get flushed down a toilet. So you really have to be like, okay, let me clear this and then let me uplift myself. Let me come back to uplifting myself. Um, That's why we're seeing so much distraction out there. We could really, so when we're seeing this out there in the chaos, the seemingly chaos outside of us, 
and we start to feel ourselves get distracted, get caught up, mired into it, that right there needs to be cleared. Yeah. I mean, if we just come back to the breath, oftentimes the things that are going on are going to trigger an issue in us. So we can Mm -hmm. use those triggers to take us back home to ourselves. But, you know, like I don't have a TV. I don't watch the news. I mean, hardly at all. Unless I'm like, yeah, peek at it to kind of, you know, to kind of, yeah. What I do sometimes is I'll, I'll have like tremendous grief going on and I'll ask my husband cause he, he plays the radio on the way home from work. And I'll ask my husband, I say, this grief is bigger than anything I've felt in a long time. Can you tell me what's happening in the news? And then he'll be like, Oh, massacre in Syria. Right. And then I know, Oh, this is what I'm processing. So it helps, but it's always like, it's after the fact that I ask about the news and then he'll tell me and I'll be like, Oh, you know, but it totally matches the level of grief. So it helps me. But yeah, So, you know, some people are that that's good for those who sometimes people are just overwhelmed with grief. They just feel it. And then that would be the indicator to t- check out the collective. Check out what's happening. Yeah. And sometimes before there's a mass shooting, those of us that are really psychic will pick up on the fact that there's going to be a mass shooting and we'll feel this sense of helplessness, you know, and really doom and gloom. And then the shooting will happen and boom, all the tension comes out and it's, we don't have it anymore, but yeah, it would be amazing if we could somehow communicate with the mind of, in fact, someone suggested that, um, Pragit, who does the Stargate work, he suggested that when we're feeling that doom and gloom and we know that's a mass shooting doom and gloom, because I know certain energy signatures, there have been enough mass shootings. I tend to know like right when there's going to be one, I can feel it. And he said, when you feel it, connect with the shooter in that moment and just send them love and just say, you know, I know, I know you feel desperate. I know you feel hopeless you know, and just send them this mother love as much as you possibly can in that moment. And uh, I've I've been trying that. I mean, I can't exactly feel it, but I think I sort of get a sense of its energy signature. It's different than a big earthquake. It's different than, you know, um, a catastrophic, you know, kind of earth event. It's, it's, it's different, but yeah, it's kind of, it's, um, I just want to see the end of, of these shootings. It's just such a, that's one of the biggest things I pray for is that the children can be safe, you know, just really safe. And that kind of brings me into another big role in my life is to be an ambassador for the new children because they have so much genius and so much beauty and they're really actually, you know, the bridgers into the new dawn. And I just I want to see them flourish and thrive. I'm trying to create music and educational um, videos that can really help them to remember the beauty that they are within a system that really has a lot of negative programming. You know, I want them to remember their shining starness. You know, remember that beauty and be able to. Uh, be free to follow their authentic path because their brains are 
they, you know, they're from the future and they lead us to the future. I remember John Denver, you know, he had the, the song, the children and the flowers are my sisters and my brothers. Their laughter and their loveliness could clear cloudy days. Uh, you know, like the music of the mountains and the colors of the rainbow. They're a blessing for the future. Or they're a promise of the future and a blessing for today. And then he says, it is written from the desert to the mountains, they shall lead us by the hand and by the heart. They will teach us to be free in their innocence. Gosh, what is it? In their innocence and something, they will teach us to be free. And um, that song for me, when I would hear that song as a child, I would stop eating. Like if I was at the table and we were having a meal, if that song came on, I'd be like, everyone, silence it was like a prayer and my mom and my brother are like oh come on let's just eat and i just be like no 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 i have to wait till that song finish because john denver's in my core soul group he channels through me i i'm so connected to him and as a little girl i was just like oh, you know so i hear you yeah wow i know i just you saying those words was moving me to tears it was beautiful yes that song, he was interviewed and he said that that song is the single most important song he's ever written. And he said that it was a prayer, that it did not come from his human self, mm. that it just, it came from somewhere else. And you can feel it in that song. It's just so exquisite. We love you, Johnny, wherever you are. <laughs> we love you, John. We do. We do. We do. Okay. All right, let's. Um... All right, this is from Elaine. Yeah. Elaine says, I'm an RN in this life and understand health is destroyed if we listen to the doctors. I think I may have been a female healer in a past life. I also think I was murdered in the Inquisition, which was really a campaign to wipe out female healers worldwide in the age of patriarchy. Would past life regression help me understand why I have these feelings? Oh my gosh, Elaine, it sounds like you really know what your feelings are. I mean, and yes, I mean, it absolutely would, but you can see how you come by it honestly. You know, you're this, you're this divine feminine proponent of the natural and the beautiful and the organic, you know, in a world where, I mean, Western medicine has its place. It's fantastic to have a cast put on a broken bone. It's incredible to have insulin for your diabetes. I mean, Western medicine has its place. And yet so much of the herbal medicine that, you know, the incredible medicine of the plants and the preventative medicine that we knew as, quote, witches, right? As, as these herbal healers that we were, we knew tremendous preventative medicine through the plants. And so I would just say, um, yeah, I mean, definitely like I could take you on a regression to those lives for sure. And you'd probably feel it more deeply, but even with the knowledge you have now, if you just sit, you know, in a chair and you close your eyes and you ask to go back to that life, you you'll go because it's, it's multidimensional. You know, your lifetimes are all in this now. It's just a channel. It's kind of like, you know, the spokes 
of a bicycle tire, right? So here's the 1500s and then here's the 1300s and it's all radially around you. So just intend to tune your dial to that lifetime and boom, let the feeling take you that the feeling is the portal into that lifetime. So go into that portal of feeling, you know, the tyranny, the false king of tyranny of the masculine over the divine feminine. That is the number one wound we're healing on the earth is false king of tyranny, masculine over the feminine. That is, that is the thing because as we heal that, we go back to sacred marriage. Sacred marriage between masculine and feminine is the Christos, Sophia. It is divine blueprint. So the hyper-masculine suppression of the feminine is what creates the fallen planet. So we're all processing these lives. I mean, even just the other day at a concert, it was that concert was a portal into a past life where I was held prisoner by this husband that I didn't love in medieval England, right here in Portland. I'm like, can't they just have a concert? Do we have to go into a past life tonight? Sorry, a little Jewish there. But um, <laughs> my higher self said, what date is it? And then I said, oh, November 10th. And I'm like, you really think on November 10th, we're going to just have a cut? No, you're doing grid work tonight. So anyway, I don't want to get off your question, Elaine, but I would just suggest feeling those feelings because you come by those feelings honestly, right? This did happen to you. And that can be the portal into that life. But it feels like that life is already bleeding into this one. I mean, if you go into those feelings, you're going to heal that pattern, whether we call it a past life regression or not. So I hope, I hope that helps. Yes, thank you. Okay, let's go to our live stream question, Amber Rose. I'm trying to decide whether to move to Hawaii or stay in California. Do you have guidance from the Divine Mother on where I can best fulfill my life purpose? Oh my goodness. Let me just, lots of times when I tune in, I tune in through my sound. So, um, where are you in California right now? Yes, I don't know where. You know, Amber, if you can do it over the chat real quick. Well, that's okay. I can just, I'll just tune in here. It's interesting, Amber, there's a pull to both places right now. I get a sense that you have some more time in California. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing like a, a stem and there's a short part of the stem that represents your time in California that's still left. And then there's a long stem that is definitely moving you out of California. So I would say um, that going to Hawaii, if that's where your call is, but you have a little bit more time in California, um, hard to say exactly how much, but there's a little more time in California. 
Uh, that's what I'm getting. Okay. Good luck. Northern California. So, mm -hmm. okay. All right. Good. Thank you. Sure. Uh, Carolyn in Brooklyn, New York says, I have been feeling like I have been traveling in a dark tunnel on my soul's path, finding it difficult to access direction to be of service. I am ready to leap into the new dawn, but how? Oh, Carolyn, yes. Oh, what do you love? I mean, we want to look at what you love. Like, what makes your heart sing? What makes you come alive? Because what makes you come alive is your service to the earth. You know, I remember Araya Mountain Dreamer, right? She said, look for what makes you come alive, because that's what makes the whole world come alive. So that's kind of a big answer, but um, just start, start with a baby step. Start, you know, it's like that Grateful Dead song, you know, it's like there is a road, no simple highway between the, the dawn and the dark of night, right? And we're all walking that road right now. And so we just got to light a light, do something that you love, see how it goes, you know, and bring, start bringing yourself to the world in little ways, right? Moving yourself out into visibility, sharing your gifts. And, um, and then just each time you do that will lead you to the next time. And before you know it, you'll be creating that road and you'll be finding your unique way of bringing your gifts to the world. So much love to you, Carolyn, sending you, sending you lots of love and blessing just to know you're not alone and um, yeah, reach out to your community. Such an important time to be with community as you know, we're going through our, the winter here in the Northern hemisphere and it's a time to be together. So anyway, much love. Beautiful, thank you for that. It really is just doing our passion, starting there. We say that all the time. The, in, the other inspiration of how we take it into a business or make money off it or have it support us, right? Yes. That will come, but we have to start somewhere by doing it. So we just start one foot, one step, like you said. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. I have a question here. This will be interesting. Um, this person, I don't have a name. It says, seems that news is after the fact. Are dreams creating? Talk a little bit about dreams. Dreams creating? Is it that the news is creating our dreams or our dreams are creating the news? <laughs> um. I mean, I don't exactly know where to go with that question. Um, can you read it one more time, Loren? I'm going to try and... Well, uh, are dreams creating? Are dreams, are dreams creating our reality? Is that the question? I mean, I would say there's many kinds of dreams, right? There's the dreams that we have when we're sleeping. And then there's the dreams that are the visions that we hold. And I would say that I, my experience is that nighttime dreams are either stuff that needs to clear 
or their messages from my higher self to me, which do help me as beacons for the vibration that I'm seeking. They'll show me a certain archetypal, you know, an archetype experience, and then I'll, I'll point the compass of my ship toward that vibration while I'm awake and try to do the actions that feel like I'm going towards that. So that's one way that our dreams serve kind of as these guidance um, beacons for us. But then, of course, like everything, every thought that we're thinking, especially if it has a lot of emotion in it, is creating. It's, you know, it's really, this is how we inform reality. I remember I was talking to Sandra about this. I was on Sandra Walter's grid work team and our big call in May, you know, she was telling us as, you know, the God consciousness really comes in, every word you say is informing and crystallizing reality. You know, and she told me, she goes, Sarah, I know you have guardian missions. I know you're deep in the density of the underworld. So sometimes you're just going to talk about duality. So I understand, but for the most part, we want to be, you know, in the positive with our speech. But anyway, I'm going all over the place. Um, so I hope I hope that helps. <laughs> Dreams yeah. do yeah. create. Yes, yeah. they do. They do a lot of different things. Okay. Uh, this is really where we steer our consciousness, as Sandra would say as well. Yeah, we do. Okay. Well, I want to give a moment for you to share more on the audios that you've got, the sound healing audios, and yeah. what happens in the personal transformational healing sessions that you do. Yeah, well, I'm really excited about my special offer. I had lots of fun putting it together. I have some, um, some beautiful guided imagery journeys helping with the resurrection of the cells into divine blueprint. Um, I have my, my own sound healing tracks which don't have guided audios. So there's four sound healing tracks and four fingers here. I'm checking. And there's four of the guided visualization journeys. Um, and then there's my CD, my music CD blossoming in love with a few songs from my children of the earth album that I wanted to put in there. And then I have my children's CD and then I have my healing session. There's a lot of stuff. And then I have three months of complimentary membership in our online zoom meetings where we'll do planetary updates and Q and a together and maybe some collective uh, field grid work for the earth in those sessions. And I think, so that's my, that's my um, special offer. As far as my healing sessions, it's just, you know, it's really connecting with the person wherever they are and drawing in, what's needed for that person. It can vary. We can be, we can do a lot of, um, we can do emotional clearing work. I mean, we're really working on clearing limiting beliefs and blocked emotions that prevent the highest um, expression of the self. And so that can look like a lot of different things. And it's a journey. It's a, an adventure that I, I love. I love to just connect um, in with a person's auric field and a person's being and see where I'm told, you know, to, to administer healing, sometimes through sound. We also 
do our healing sessions sometimes in the context of the gene keys because those are very important in understanding our life map and our shadow tendencies. And I also bring um, personal soul song prescriptions, so vibrations and frequencies that are most healing to your organs, to your glands that are calling out for help. So it can be many different things. Uh, it's kind of a full spectrum. And uh, well, I guess my, my two specialties are working with people that have panic attacks and anxiety to really bring them into the benevolence of Divine Mother. And then, oh, then the other thing is to work with multidimensional star seeds, you know, who have really complex energies and they're really working on divine embodiment of all those energies. That's more like me. That's someone where I'm working with my peer, you know, really. So, yeah, I hope that kind of explains a little bit. <laughs> yes, well, good work on helping people truly detach from uh, these beliefs and these thought forms that keep them in the 3D. We are done with that. And we simply are here to bring forth this newer inspiration of our higher selves into every moment and really create new earth. So your role and your mission as that galactic and planetary grid worker is to really help those who are ready move forward and free themselves from those lower patterns and behaviors. So yeah. thank you for that. The special offer is available at AcousticHealth.com forward slash special offers. It's also on this web page, whatever viewing page you are seeing. Check that <laughs> out and download Sarah's audios and music and also uh, the three-month membership. That's very nice. And a personal session with you. Thank you so much for that. Yes, I'd love to work with you if you feel called. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, last question for tonight comes from our chat line. How can we shift the hypermasculine leadership to embrace the feminine? What a great question that is. Well, I hear possibly um, that Marianne Williamson is going to be running in 2020. Oh. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's, a, it's an inside job. This is shifting within all of us, right? We're really letting go of our inner hyper-masculine to allow our feminine to really show up at his side. And this is the divine blueprint. So as we like, as we release our grip on needing to control reality and allow the flow of life force to move through us and to be informed by our hearts, not just our minds, but really coming fully into our hearts and then letting our minds be a response to our hearts, right? Our, our minds being Oh, like the ambassadors that serve our hearts instead of being the tyranny that suppresses and controls our hearts. And so as we do that within ourselves, we can see that outpicturing in our world. So just keep up the good work. Keep up the feeling of everything that comes up, right? Because the main thing that mental body does is it wants to suppress the feelings it doesn't want to feel it wants to keep them down and so the more we 
breathe deeply and connect into our bodies and feel what's in there, the lesser that the grip of that cognitive loosens and loosens and loosens until we're a symphony of light. And then the, everything will outpicture that, right? <laughs> symphony of light. Well, yeah. I wanted to ask you about the plasma light. You said it was the ple the pleans? Plain beings. I heard about the plain beings a long time ago, and I can't even tell you where. And do you but see them with your physical eye? No. Okay. It's something, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. All right. Tell us about it. Well, it's in that, remember the song that I started singing, Spirit of Beauty, Spirit of Light? So you, it's like, try to explain this. It's like you send out love from your heart because you're appreciating the beauty of something, right? That feeling like, like say you're looking at a tree and you're just going, oh, you're so beautiful, you know, or, or, you know, and the tree, a leaf, you know, moves in the wind and the wind blows the tree and a leaf like lands on you. It's this, you know, this higher communication originally in the divine blueprint of earth we had a Dorsey language and Dorsey language allowed every sentient life form to communicate with itself. So it's just this, imagine the sweeping communication of love that's coming from the ecosystem, from the biosphere, right? Because so life is, we're all one, right? We're all one. And so when the oneness, when a piece of the oneness appreciates itself, from really deep in the heart, the other piece feels it. And the birds will start singing louder. And then the wind will respond from the birds. And the, I mean, it's a, it's a positive feedback loop of like symphonic ecstasy that can start to happen. And now when this is happening, you feel it in the wind first. That's where it comes, is in the wind. I mean, that's, that's where it comes from. And it, it could be a still day and then the wind will just blow and you know, oh, Divine Mother, you know, she knows I'm here and I'm here with my love. And she's saying, I, I feel you and I'm here too. Mm -hmm. And then the trees say, I feel you and I'm here too. And the birds, I, you know what I mean? It just, it's one of my favorite things about um, sharing music in nature, like having concerts yes. outside. Yeah. As opposed to inside, because when you're outside, the elementals mm -hmm. and and all that and the trees are are hearing the music, you know, they're like they don't much like super loud stuff, but acoustic, you know, and heartfelt and the fairies, you know, the divas just come out of the woodwork with, when you play music outside with, you know, with a um, in loveness with all that is. And so. It's kind of a glimpse of the ascended planet where that communication across all the biosphere is fully intact because that's the norm. That's what we were. Yes. This is weird. What we are now is just weird. It's a little off. It's <laughs> really crazy. It's like, what? You know, and we could have a whole show on why that is, but we're not focusing on that. So. You know, it reminds me of an experience I had with the Divine Mother, knowing and feeling the Divine Mother. And 
it was after it, I won't go too much into the story, but it was after a chiropractor's appointment, just being aligned. And the chiropractor actually felt this emotion coming out of me before I was even aware of it. So on my way home and I, and I had an experience with the divine mother and it was like, I heard the divine mother within me and I felt it and driving home, I was in my car and looking at the sky and a song came on the radio, Pink Floyd. So <gasps> do you think you can tell? Oh yes. Heaven from hell. And right as that happened, a cloud turned into a heart. And oh, I just started crying. Yes. And then the next song was, there were three songs. Oh, the next song was Imagine <laughs> by the Beatles. Oh, and then you? after that, it was the, yes. the one by Oz, the uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And then at that song, I was like, okay, stop. I got to drive. You're making me cry. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I'm so glad you told that story because music is one of the, you know, like just the song that plays on the radio can just be that love coming back, you yeah. know, and it's just, it's so, so beautiful. And God, music is just some of those songs, like in the sixties and seventies, the vibration of those songs was so powerful. You know, we have songs now that, that are too, but you and far between, you know, to really find that pure frequency of heart love. And uh, Oh, I have to share a new one. Um, Ain't no man. I just heard this on the, I just heard it on Sunday on the 1111 gateway. And uh -huh. it totally put me into a spot. I was like shaking. It was so much love. It's like there ain't, and it's a really snappy song and it's a brand new song by the Avid brothers. But it's, there ain't no man that can save me. There ain't no man that can enslave me. Woo! Ain't no man or men that can change the shape my soul is in. There ain't nobody here who can cause me pain or raise my fear. Because I got only love to share. If you're Whoa. looking for truth, I'm proof you'll find it there. <laughs> oh, that's powerful. It's a beautiful ah. song. Oh my gosh. So as long as we're talking about songs, I have to tell everybody about my beautiful friend, Pamela Jane Gerand. Gerand. Oh, she's on, she's on, she's on she, our YouTube. She has a song called Emerging. And she and Julie Kroll from uh, the Dr. Julie show, Julie put the video together, the pictures, Pamela, this emerging song, I cry every time I hear it. I mean, it could be the theme song of Ascension. It is so beautiful. And there's a part. So Pamela, this morning I was listening to it. And if you were here right now, you could sing it better. But you know that part where it's like, and in the chaos is revealed the beauty and perfection. We know we're moving in the right direction. Mercy and compassion opening our hearts. We are all connected in this dance of light and dark. We are, we are, we are. I am and it shows this unborn child like emerging from the womb it's just like it is so beautiful we are emerging we are merging with the light we are the light 
it is incredible. You can find it on YouTube. If you look at good of the whole emerging and uh, I want Pam to be on your show because I was going to say her music. She's incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be in touch with Pamela and other people as well. Yes, I recommend and anyone who wants to contribute, please do. Oh my gosh. You know, when we have a world that sings again, I wish I could belt it out like you. My family Aww. doesn't really let me, but I do love karaoke. <laughs> karaoke. Keep singing, Lauren. Don't karaoke. let them hold you down. <laughs> well, I sing, but it's great to have people join me. You know, my one of my favorite karaoke things to do is get the group and you have private rooms where that is really shamanic. We have been in a room where we're singing and we're all singing, all the leaves are brown. And or, the sky is gray, yeah, yeah. Well, I got down on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll refrain, but- um, I always do the Titanic, you know. Oh. Every night in my dreams, I touch you, I feel you. That is how I know you go on. I just get all, you know, that romantic, I wish I were home in Andromeda thing. <laughs> Singing to Andromeda, sister. That's great. Yeah. We have seen orbs come into the room and be photographed when we sing together. That's powerful. That is so cool. Well, this, you know, my, my friend, I also want to see her on the show. She channels the angels of divine grace. She's incredible. And the angels of divine grace always say to us, beloved one, it is the human voice united in group song that will lift the veil of fear from the earth. Yay. And they always say that, you know, because I, I gather lots of groups in song. It's one of my my dreams is just to travel and just like have waves of group song, just just like a white dove peeling back the curtain of night over the whole earth with song. I saw that vision in December 2007. I literally saw the veil of fear being peeled off as humanity was singing this collective wave of love songs. I don't know how to make that happen. I got to rent like a football stadium and I you have know, no clue. That is, a, you know what? That is so awesome because if you think about what goes on every Sunday in a football stadium and you do the math on a football stadium, there's a lot of money going on, billions of dollars. And then think about that. That could be per stadium. It could be a billion couple million per stadium per game and then everyone's cheering for the competition can you imagine a stadium of people singing yes. all like singing love song live streamed karaoke <laughs> yes i want this to happen i'm not sure i mean it's it'll gonna... come together we just put it in the field right yes okay let's just put it out there <laughs> i want to come and sing karaoke with you now <laughs> It doesn't work over Zoom because there's that delay, you know, when you try to <laughs> sing together. Oh, man. Technology is getting better. I remember when webinars first started, the, the option of video was far away as an option. And now here it is here and it's easier, so much easier that yeah. it's beautiful. So just imagine a few more years, we'll be there. We'll get there. We'll be there. <laughs> Sarah, I want to thank you so much for this uplifting and enlightening conversation. And it's just been a pleasure to speak with you and get to know you. Thank you so much. Any last words of 
Oh, encouragement for our listeners and viewers. Encouragement. Well, there's a lot going on and just, it's just a time to really have compassion for whatever you're going through and just know that we're in a radical upgrade. We're in a time where there's a lot of bifurcation. There's so many different emotions and there's so many different people that are on different timelines and you really want to protect your precious diamond heart, that newborn on the Lotus and keep yourself in frequencies of purity, of love, of benevolence, because we need to be surrounded by purity and benevolence if we're, if we're to be our highest, move into our highest timeline. And even though there's a lot that we could rail against and be really upset about, it would take away from the care and feeding of your beautiful potential um, diamond self. So think of that lotus blossom and go and be on that lotus blossom and let the divine mother hold you and carry you and spend a lot of time with people that you love and feel all the feelings that come up and just know that we're all in this together. We're all sailing on our little crystal lotuses toward, you know, our higher evolution of love and unity. And uh, I send my love to everyone out there and seeing the human heart grid light up and just, yeah, just, just, it's such a time of deepening and uh, deep, deep love for yourself. Stay in your body, breathe deeply, eat good food, be good to yourself because you're a precious miracle. Okay. With that, <laughs> we are feeling it. Be gentle with yourself too. This is it. This is the love that we bring forth is our purpose on this planet. And I just want to thank you, Sarah Adams, for your work and your, your mm -hmm. grid work. It's quite beautiful to see you sharing your gifts with the world and helping so many others. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much for being here. Thank you so much, Lauren. It was such a pleasure. Let's do it again. Let's sing karaoke. Yes, stay tuned, everyone. We'll be doing that soon. Coming to a karaoke lounge near you. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Blessings, everyone. Bye, Thank everyone. You. Thank you. And now it's fun. We dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.